Hello everybody and welcome to today's podcast. As the product workflow becomes ever more digital, today we talk with Suzanne Smith of Corel Draw. Suzanne has worked for Corel for over 18 years, first in the technical support division and then as a product trainer and a specialist as part of Corel's graphic division. Suzanne has an extensive experience in apparel design, print and the sign industries. And in addition to that, Whilst being at Corel Draw as a product expert, she speaks several languages, including German and Dutch. Suzanne, welcome to today's podcast. Thank you, Debbie. Thank you for inviting us. It's great, great to have you. It's great to have you and have all of your experience here too as well today. Fabulous. So Suzanne, um, as a Corel product trainer, I'd like to ask you just a few questions today. In fact, probably more than a few, maybe eight or nine. Um, Okay. Okay, so let's start with the first one. Suzanne, how did you enter the industry and get started in design? Um, I took the long way around, Debbie. Um, I'm originally from the East End of London, but in my 20s and 30s, I moved abroad and I worked as a windmiller in Germany and Holland. Um, I knew that I wasn't going to be able to do heavy physical work forever, so in my spare time, I started an IT degree with the Open University, which led me to joining the UK's first UK technical support team in 2003 of us. Um, I was providing Dutch and German technical support. As time went on, providing technical support led to supporting large corporates and they in turn asked for dedicated product training. So I sort of slipstreamed from technical support into product training. And I've been doing that now for about 15 years. Well, that's fabulous. And you obviously love it, Suzanne. I, I do. And um, one of the reasons I love it is because um, all of the products that we have have something to do with creativity. It's graphic design, image, video, photo, which means all of the customers that I work with are all created in some, some way or other. So it's a really interesting job. I really love it. And every day is different. Every day is totally different, yes. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? It's great to be able to, able to solve those challenges that people have too with your, with your experience. It is, yeah. Fabulous. Um, Suzanne, could you give us a short history of Corel? When was Corel founded and which industries choose Corel Draw software? Well, Corel was founded in 1985 in Ottawa, Canada. And the first version of Core Draw Graphics Suite was released in 1989 and ran, believe it or not, on Windows 2 and 3. Okay. So if we um, fast forward now three decades, the latest version, um, Core Draw 2021, is actually version 23. And it's still a really pivotal design solution for literally hundreds of thousands of global businesses. Corel as a company has also grown over the years, of course, and we acquired several leading creativity and productivity software solutions for B2B and B2C. So now our product portfolio includes, for example, Parallels, which is a desktop virtualization from Mac, Mind Manager, and also WinZip. Now, regarding the industries, um, Coldraw itself has a, has a really strong presence 
in the apparel and sign, print, engraving spaces, but also in manufacturing, packaging, branding, and marketing. So wherever you you see design at work, there's normally Corridor somewhere in the background. And what a lot of people don't know is that in addition to a Corridor graphics suite, we also have a Corridor technical suite, which is based on Corridor, but which extends the capabilities to support technical illustration, technical documentation. And this especially is used in automotive, machinery, aerospace and defence, just to name a few. That's a very broad church, isn't it? It is, because um, if you think about it, every everything and anything that you see in front of you in a physical form has at some point been thought of and had to be designed by somebody. So the, the, the bridge between having an idea and producing it has to be the design process somewhere, which is why you're always going to find software, for example, Quadro Graphic Suite, in there somewhere to just you know, put those ideas to paper, so to speak. Yeah, to start to speed everything up, most definitely. Mm-hmm. Speaking of speed, you must have seen a massive difference, Suzanne, in the 18 years, you, you know, not just in the development of software, but the, the changes in the industry. You must have seen a, a, a so incredible amount of experience. Um, yeah, it's almost too much really to put into words. I mean, you've got, on the one side, you've got the developments in software, which has to run in parallel with the developments um, in the various operating systems they've changed massively yes. over 18 years um, then we have the whole um, online cloud solutions we have new hardware um, for output different types of printers we now back 18 years ago nobody would ever dreamt that 3d printers would be you know part of people's repertoire so there have been massive changes yes you're absolutely right Suzanne when I first started my career the photocopier was unique you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't even have those anymore. <laughs> no. Yeah, things have definitely, definitely moved on. And, and so have the industries a, a, along with that as well, which kind of brings us nicely on to our next question. Why have those customers that you've, you've, we've just spoken about, the industries, why have they chosen CorelDRAW? What tools do they now need? Right, so that's a two-part question. I'll answer the first part first. No, 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 it's fine, it's fine. Um, Right, what we have to remember is is that designers are being paid for their output. They're not being paid to work with software. Mm -hmm. So this means that speed and efficiency are essential. You know, get in, do your design work and output this. So the easier it is to learn, to work with, and to customise a software solution for a specific workflow, the faster a designer can operate. So ideally, software should be working in the background and not blocking a designer's creative flow. Yes. Now, if if some of your listeners have already had the chance to to see our webinar, um, CorelDRAW is, in my opinion, extremely intuitive when compared to similar products on the market. And that's what makes it, one of the reasons makes it so attractive to our customers because not everybody has a, a university degree in graphic design. Yes, Some true. people are learning by doing and you hope that you're going to come across software that lets you intuitively use the software and without a steep learning curve. So... And it is this steep learning curve that can be a really big uh, adoption obstacle when it comes to 
graphic design, design solutions on the market because if it takes a long time to learn a program, it's going to take designers time to fully ramp up and that itself is costly. Time is money at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so to get new users up to speed quickly, Cordraw has got inbuilt learning facilities. So we've got a panel that's built in, the hint stocker. Uh, we've got step-by-step tutorials. We've got the Cordraw community and, and a lot more. Um, so what, um, let me just think the other part of the question, what tools do they need? Now, the tools that you're going to use, I mean, Cordraw is like a, it's like an iceberg. There's so much functionality in there. There's so many tools and features. Um, and most people, if they're doing a specific job or a specific workflow, they're going to tend to use the same tools again and again. So which tools these are going to be will depend on what the intended output is. So if, for example, I, I was designing sportswear, I would recommend, for example, creating custom color palettes for each customer or company that I'm working with. Um, I'd work with color styles so that any change that I need to make within a range of sportswear designs, I can just update the style and every object using that style throughout a document is instantaneously updated. Mm-hmm. Um, um, other things that I would use if I was doing sportswear, for example, I would create custom templates so that I don't have to keep reinventing the wheel. And we have a fabulous feature, which you can see in the webinar, uh, called Trays, and it allows you to split your basic design elements into building blocks and just quickly drag and drop these into designs. Now, um, if, for example, we're doing direct-to-garment, DTG, mm-hmm. uh, you don't need anything, I would say, really specific there. You can probably use the same tools that you might use if you're doing sublimation. But as I said, you've got so many tools in there and you can just choose whichever ones suit your particular workflow and just pop those on a custom toolbar so they're readily accessible and just work with those then. I did watch the webinar as well. It was it's so simple actually. It was um, such really great functionality to see how you know just for however you describe it really creatively or just pre-press the ability to be able to just put exactly what you need in a, in a very small space um, and work efficiently was um, yeah really intuitive. I really enjoyed that bit. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. Now, you your knowledge, actually, the way you were whizzing around, Suzanne, um, <laughs> was absolutely fabulous. But the way you also explained everything was just so calm and so simple that I actually really, really enjoyed it. And I think, you know, encourage anybody to watch that too. Um, whether you're, you know, you're a beginner or you're advanced, you're going to pick up some really great tips from your experience there. It's so, so interesting. So you've got customers using Corel Draw then that are using it for apparel, DTG and sportswear. And I guess, you know, they're very much using it to automate the um, the function of a tech pack, aren't they really? In the those initial design drawings, or from we, during the webinar as well, you showed how easy it was to take a line drawing and then just to recreate it actually as um and then move it into being a render, um, and also how that worked so closely with the design and how you could just change that as you said in the styles over and over again without having to, as you said, reinvent the wheel. Yeah, um, there's there's lots of ways of, 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 of customising Coral Draw. There's also 
um, Visual Basic and Visual Basic for applications built into the graphics suite. So you've got um, the ability to record some of the steps that you're doing as a script. And if you've got anybody in the company, or you can also outsource this. We know companies that just grab themselves a, a Visual Basics programmer and they say right we want the program to do this 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 at the click of a button and that is then programmed you can then just pop this little macro button um, up where your your toolbars are where your symbols are and then it will just send something off um, at the click of the button we've seen that um, as well some um, large printer manufacturers that we work with some use their own RIP software, but others, um, like Mimaki, for example, have actually built a script that shows up as a button inside CorelDRAW. So there are lots of ways of actually automating the program as well if you if you need additional speed. That's great. So it, you can literally drag and drop straight to print. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, that's great. You know, that's that kind of efficiency is exactly what you need in high-speed production, isn't it, really? Especially, you know, mm. moving between different sites as well. Very, very important. Mm. Very important indeed. Susan, if you had to describe, you know, what does Corel offer that stands out from the competition? Well, I'd have to say that it is the ease of use, uh, the robust tools, and also, um, without naming any names, um, you can often get get to where you're going in less in fewer steps than yeah. in some other products so one of the worst things i mean i i obviously work with corral pro, uh, products a lot but i also have other people's software on my own private machine just because i like to see what's going on and what other products do and i know what it's like to be at the other end of trying to learn software so um, i have to say that ease of use is probably up there with one of the main reasons that people do uh, decide to choose CorelDRAW Graphics Suite. I guess that goes back to your earlier point as well, doesn't it, about simplicity and learning in learning as you go, so that you know you have got the depth when you when you need to add functionality into those um, almost what do you you call them style sheets, don't you? Um, they're, they're star, yeah, style sheets. If you're um, creating styles for a particular for a particular project, mm-hmm. great thing about style sheets is you can hand them out to your colleagues. You can just send them off as an email attachment. They import them in, and they're working from the same page that you are. And um, this is not only style sheets. For example, when you look at a program. What you're seeing in front of you is what what we call the workspace. It's how your toolbars are arranged, your tools, your panels. Now, you can totally customize this in CorelDRAW. So if you don't want to use all the tools that are in there, just strip them out. Just customize the toolbar, throw everything out you're never going to use. You can do that with the settings. You can do that with the side panels. You can change the color of the interface. And when you've got the program, Oh, and keyboard shortcuts. So any of the commands in CorelDRAW, you can assign your own keyboard shortcuts. So if you're coming from somewhere else and you're used to using specific shortcuts to do specific tasks, mm-hmm. bring those into CorelDRAW. And then when the program's looking the way you like it, just save that workspace. And again, that you can pass on to colleagues. And you've got yourself a really streamlined uh, tool for working with. You don't have to go searching through menus or searching through tools because 
um, we don't want you don't have to work the way a software developer thinks you ought to work. Yes. Um, you can customize um, Corridor to work the way you'd like it to work. And I do, I do that quite quite a lot. If I'm doing demos for the print industry, I have a, a, a customized workspace up here. If I'm doing it for something else, for like web graphics, I'll have a different workspace. And I just make it work the way that I want it to, basically. Yeah, for the way that your creative workflow, mm, your own personal exactly. workflow. Yeah, it's such it's such a great point, that isn't it? Because you know, I I know that myself. You know, I mean, I'm constantly trying to learn new things and new programs here. Um, and I think you know, sometimes it can be a really overwhelming concept. You just see a mm. myriad of buttons and think, oh my goodness, mm. and trying to remember mm. where you went to last. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's uh, so as you say, just to simplify it and to you know have a design studio as well that is only using the functions that are defined because mm. they have been proven to be the most efficient workflow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which is great. Thank you, thank you, Suzanne. What are the most popular tools from your software suite, and why? Um, Big question. Sorry. <laughs> I think again. I think it all comes back to speed and efficiency at the end. Now, yeah. I think probably two of the most popular tools that we see designers accessing the most are PowerClip and PowerTrace. Okay. Now, PowerClip allows you to nest objects inside of other objects. What do you mean by that? So, for example, I can take images, photos, and place those into vector shapes, or I can place it into text, or I can use vector shapes as containers for other vector objects. So I can just nest stuff. So we see a lot of people, for example, putting artwork and images into text and printing those out onto T-shirts, for example. Yeah. And PowerTrace is probably... I'd say it's the most popular tool is PowerTrace because it will take a bitmap, like a JPEG, PNG, bitmap, whatever. And even if this is quite low quality, it's going to turn it into a vector graphic in seconds. And why would we want to do that? Well, as you know, if you've ever tried to scale up a a bitmap or scale it down, because it's pixel-based, you're going to lose quality one way or the other. Mm -hmm. Whereas a vector graphic has no pixels whatsoever it's a mathematical algorithm so however much you scale it up or scale it down you're always going to have perfect quality it's absolutely infinitely scalable and you can just dive in there and once you've converted your image into vectors you can pull it apart you can reshape parts of it you can recolor parts of it you can do a flying change of the color model so if you've got images they're normally in rgb Mm-hmm. Color mode, but perhaps you need CMYK or you might need a Pantone color. As you're converting to vector, it will actually do a color model conversion for you as well if you need it. So I definitely say that's probably the most popular tool. Interesting. It's, it's so interesting to to hear how people um, use technologies um, in their mm-hmm. own formats. Suzanne, speaking of that, what's your favorite tool in Corel Draw? Do you have one, or is that the impossible question I've just asked? Well, it's like asking me, which is your favourite child? You know, <laughs> sorry. I keep saying I'm sorry. <laughs> no. um, right, okay. Power, power Trace, definitely. I also love colour harmonies. Okay. Now, if you just imagine you've done a really complex design or you've been given a complex design, something like this, and you're printing it out onto T-shirts, the colours that you've chosen might look fantastic 
on a black t-shirt or a white t-shirt but they probably might look horrible on a on a pink t-shirt or a yellow t-shirt so what you need to do is change all of the colors um to suit the the color that you're printing onto now if your design is quite complex it might have dozens of objects in it and that is painful if you have to go in there and change each one by hand but with color harmonies you just take the whole design as it is pop it into the color styles window call draw says uh uh-huh. i can see four five or how many groups of colors here the blues the reds the golds you decide how many groups you have and then you can just at the click of a button move those single groups through the color wheel all of the colors change instantaneously in the design they keep their relationship to each other on the color wheel so you can take a quite complex design and just create um various color combinations color variations in seconds and then i would say the other it's not really a tool it's a panel it's going to be the coral connect panel or the coral assets panel if you're using a corporate version mm-hmm. now when you buy the coral graphics suite you um also get access to 7000 clip arts i think it is a thousand images a thousand fonts so you've got loads of stuff here that you can just use in your own designs or pull them apart and you access these through a panel inside core draw but not only can you access the the free stuff the bonus content we give you you can actually create trays and pop your own stuff in here so whenever you want to use something that you've used before uh, as i mentioned these building blocks you don't have to go searching where did i save that on my hard drive and where is it and import it and that you just open up the panel drag and drop and it all drops in nicely into your document so that's another thing that i really love mm-hmm. i was just um I was watching your webinar, actually, looking at how you did colour harmonies, and that just makes recolouring designs across, you know, a palette that's already defined for the next season, you know, what's the palette for 2022? You know, most of the large and small corporate brands have got those palettes linking throughout all of their merchandising, and it just seems to make it so much simpler for anybody in the workflow to just stay in the right space. I mean, you can, yeah, you can actually go the other way around. Instead of taking a design to a colour harmony, you can go in the other direction. So let's say, um, I think I showed that in the videos. This year, I don't know, the theme is Japanese spring colour, something like that. And you've got a couple of images that you're using as a mood board. Uh-huh. You can just select one of those images and say, right, draw, create a colour palette for me out of the colours in that image and we'll say okay how many do you want 10 20 colors and it will create you create a color palette for you out of that image now you can take any of these colors pop that over into the color styles window and say right i would like you to create a gradient for me of so so many colors um light to dark or mixture or whatever and you now drag these over to your designs now these are now color stars so as you move through the color wheel again any of the colors that you've chosen that way are also going to move through the color wheel in harmony and give you fantastic color combinations i mean one of the reasons i love this is because the, i have got a terrible taste in colors debbie if you ask me <laughs> i would make a terrible fashion designer nobody would wear anything that i design because the colors would be awful I'm so sure that's, that's another reason <laughs> 
that's another reason I, I, I love that tool because it just um it makes suggestions for you so it will say it you know, does well, but it, I, I spotted that instantly obviously you know i am a textile designer so i spotted that instantly and in that how it also also balances the tones of those colors as it created the palette which was really clever yeah yeah and um it offers you complementary colors um yeah. analogous colors so it just gets everything nice nicely balanced color wise which is you know so you can work within your your corporate palette but you're also working at at speed really and i guess you know moving forward as well you'd also be able to define that those colors are in gamma and they're printable too so well, you can because you've got um you've got color management built into color draw and i can't tell you how important it is yeah. um, for anyone using it doesn't matter if it's photo editing software or, or graphic design software get your color management set up as one of the first things you ever do with a, with a program yeah. um, if you go into the tools menu you've got color management and then you can actually um, import i mean if you've actually if you've got a monitor it's probably come with its own monitor profile some people go the whole hock and they calibrate their monitors um, whichever way you want to do it you can actually load the profile for your monitor then you can load the output profile and then using the um, soft proofing option in mm -hmm. one of the side panels it will give you an online simulation of what the colors will actually look like when you output them. And this, of course, is going to save you time and money because um, if I print out something, for example, on glossy paper, glossy photo paper, uh, photo paper, the colors are going to be bright and vibrant. If I print out the same thing on newspaper, that's going to suck up ink or, or not reflect the light back and the color is going to look a lot darker. So um, depending on how you're outputting it is really quite important to use uh, the profiles that you're going to be outputting too. It is definitely, you know, so important for designers to make sure that they're creating for the product they're actually going to manufacture. Mm. Really. Yeah, exactly. Instead of, you know, it's not, it can't be a creative fantasy. It actually is a, you know, it's a production process. And, yeah. you know, there's so much waste created in the world from poor color management. I think, as you say, it really should be the first thing that you learn and the first thing that you actually fine tune in your environment, your creative environment, whatever that is, really, definitely. And also, you can export from the soft proofing panel, you can export as a proof to send to your customer mm -hmm. and say, look, you want this output on that. This is what the colors are going to look like. Are you happy with that? So once the color uh, that the customers approve that, you can't come back to you and say, oh, this is nothing like what I was expecting it to be. So it's also a bit of additional security for you if you can output a soft proof. Definitely. It's all part of the pre-press scenario, mm. isn't it, really? Um, getting things signed off, you know, especially when mm. there can be there can be colours that move out of the gamut, um, depending on what exactly. sub, what substrate you're going to choose. Um, and I think for the creative, particularly to have that control right at the beginning, oh, gosh, you know, when you when you're working on a global footing, sometimes it's um, yeah, saves doesn't save hours, it saves weeks, doesn't it, Suzanne? Mm. Really, it's um, yeah, exactly. so 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 interesting, really is. Um, we're running a little bit short of time, so I'm going to going to move on to our next question. Um, Suzanne, why do customers across all of the marketplaces that we've just covered, why do they need to onboard new skills and software tools, um, and why why is it so important that they move to automate their workflows? 
Well, I mean, we spoke we spoke at the beginning about how much has changed in mm-hmm. 18 years. Yeah. And especially anything to do with design and also apparel design. People have had to move from sketching manually into becoming digital. Now, in the past, people would... Um, draw their sketches, draw their designs, but then have to scan them in, then have to take the scan, bring that into a software package, try to work with it, convert it. It wasn't simple, it wasn't easy, and it took time. Mm-hmm. So Core Draw creates a bridge between the traditional and the digital ways of designing. So on the one hand, you can still do things like sketch, scan it in, and then as you can see in the webinar, you can convert that scan to a vector drawing in PowerTrace. But you can also cut out the paper and the scanning completely. Uh If, for example, you use something like a Wacom tablet, a graphics tablet, uh, there are two tools in in CorelDRAW. One's the smart drawing tool and the other is the live sketch tool. And together with a a Wacom tablet, you can sketch directly in CorelDRAW and what you sketch will actually be curves and vectors. So the smart drawing tool converts roughly drawn shapes into proper geometrical shapes. And the live sketch tool does what it says on the tin. You can sketch real time. And as you're sketching over the lines, the lines will also correct themselves. So you can actually sketch in vector. And we've got another tool in there, the artistic media tool. Mm -hmm. And this tool has got dozens of different line styles, which I'm sure anyone in the apparel industry is going to love. And it reacts reacts to pen pressure. So if I sketch very lightly with the artistic media tool, I'm creating thin lines. And as soon as I apply more pressure, the lines get wider. So it's pressure sensitive. So you can, if you want to, and if you've got a sketching, just cut out the, the... the paper part of part of it uh, completely. Completely, yeah. And finally, and something there was a, a, a new feature that we brought out in the previous version of Coil Draw, and this is before we knew that that COVID and Corona was ever going to happen. And this is an online cloud collaboration tool called Coil Draw App. So if you're working on a design, you're working from home, you can't go into the office, your customers are all on lockdown or something like that, you complete your design and you've got a comments panel and you just type in some comments there, do you like this, should I change that, whatever, and you upload that to the Corel Cloud. Um, when it's been uploaded into CorelDRAW app, you can send whoever it is an invitation and they can go online and look at this and make their comments and say, no, I don't like this, or could you do it this way and that? And these comments are updated in real time in CorelDRAW on your desktop. If you've got the document open while somebody's online doing whatever it is they're doing. So um, it's a remote collaboration tool and it's been an absolute godsend uh, over the last couple of years for for companies that aren't able to meet up with their customers physically, you know. No, absolutely. And it's, you know, it's so much easier, isn't it, as you say, just to write a few notes, but it's live the whole time. And a whole team worldwide can just totally collaborate. Um, yeah. And I think, well, I, th- I think those are those are habits that have grown during the last 18 months and aren't going to go away, are they? Yeah, you know, we, exactly. have new, we have new behaviours. And yeah. that kind of functionality within software is, 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 you know, it's a given, I think, these days. It's 
really do need it, really do. I mean, I had, I had to find my way around all the different online collaboration tools. That was Teams and Zoom oh, and Still finding my way around. It's, a, it's an ever-changing an ever changing world, isn't it, really? We all have to keep up. So Corel, Suzanne, is, is clearly much, much, much more mm. than a design tool. How are your customers using it to drive production? Well, driving production sounds to me is, is how can we produce faster? So um, as I mentioned at the beginning, you've got the automation capabilities through Visual Basic and Visual Basic applications. Um, I'm sure a lot of your uh, listeners are doing things like um, printing sportswear. Let's let's take football shirts, for example. We've got, I don't know how many shirts, they've got different names, different numbers. So what we need to do is something like visual uh, um variable data printing and that is really easy in coral draw i can just create the one design mm -hmm. and in my coral draw design i create a couple of data containers really easy to do and all i need to do is, is when i'm outputting that um um a sort of data customer data name number whatever it is we want to bring in is brought in from an excel spreadsheet and fed into that design to create a running job of, of a variable data print yeah um you normally need some sort of rip for that uh, you know rip is a raster image processing piece of software that just extends the capabilities or it's similar to a printer driver but it works really well so you've got some basic designs there and i personally i created um variable data um yeah. color palette that's the word i was looking for a variable data print color palette with things like name number customer id barcode whatever it is. So I created all these specific colors for creating my data containers. And then it's just really easy to work with that. Um, you can create, you can create a design and you can create the data containers in CorelDRAW, but when you output it to whatever machine you're outputting it to, um, it needs to be able to bring in the data from a spreadsheet into that graphic design. And that normally happens at the hardware end of things. Not in not in CorelDRAW itself. That happens at the hardware end. To do that kind of well, any variable data to do it manually, you know, as I know from my own experience, is um, it takes hours, hours and hours and hours. And also, you know, whenever there's a human hand there as well, you often get mistakes too. Yeah. So um, it's great, fantastic to be able to automate that kind of process, especially in the sportswear industry. It must save mm -hmm. again weeks. Really must, um, Suzanne. Corel software is, is clearly very intuitive and it's making it easier for designers to learn as they work. What would you be your go-to resource for online learning? Um, right, that would depend on how deep you want to go. For example, if you're working in CorelDRAW and you come across a tool and think, how do I use this tool? Um, on the right-hand side, you've got a panel called the Hint Stocker. And as soon as you select any tool, or if you select an object on the page, that panel will show you, A, how to use the tool, and B, if there are any available video tutorials or written tutorials for that tool, it will link those as well in the panel. And you've got a link to a specific chapter in the online user manual. So without having to leave CorelDRAW, you've got instructions on how to use this tool. Because it's within the um, products, you know, it's built into that. And if you go to our CorelDRAW website and you type in CorelDRAW.com 
forward slash learn, that will take you to the CoreDraw Learning Hub. And you'll find tutorials, you'll find webinars, you'll find all sorts of resources there. So again, that's basically one step further. Um, then we have a whole dedicated website to all of Corel's products that's called the Discovery Center. And um, you just type in learn.coral.com, learn.coral.com. And up there, you choose CoreDraw, or you just type a topic. You say, hmm, variable data printing, how do I do it? So you type in VDP, and it will bring you up a list of tutorials and videos on how to do variable data printing in CoreDraw. Now, these are all like internal from Corel provided resources, but we also have a dedicated CoreDraw YouTube channel. And that's where you're also, apart from step-by-step -step tutorials, you're going to find tutorials and interviews with experts from different fields, including the apparel and textile industries. Yeah. And they give, a, a, again, a completely different take on this. So, <laughs> And finally, I can't give you too much detail, but something very exciting is going to be happening in the spring of 2022 okay. regards learning. This is a brand new learning initiative. So I would just say, if there are any CoreDraw uh, users out there, watch this space and keep an eye out in 2022 because there's been something be really exciting going to be happening then. Oh, that sounds, that sounds really interesting. I'll make sure we keep an eye out for that. Um, Suzanne, what advice would you give... To manufacturers looking at CorelDRAW as a solution, you know, we spoke early on, didn't we, how sometimes people are a little reticent to learn something new, but, you know, everything that we've discussed here shows such, in, such adaptive functionality, I think, is perhaps a really good way to sum up what you've explained. So in summary, how can your software increase productivity and profitability? Um, profitability I, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, is a result of being more productive. And how do you become more productive? By getting your jobs done quicker. And how do you get your jobs done quicker? By working with tools that allow you to work faster uh, because they're easier to use, because they're robust. Um, I always consider CoreDraw to be really a well, workhorse uh, of the graphic design industry. Um, also, for anyone thinking about it, it might be worth mentioning that another unique benefit that we have is that Corel still offers companies a choice when it comes to licensing. So if you want to, you can choose a corporate subscription, which helps you spread out the payments and keeps you up to date. Or you can just opt for a straight off enterprise license, which comes with cultural maintenance, which again, keeps you up to date. So you've got a guarantee there that you're covered for whatever operating systems come on the market, whichever new devices, new de te technology. So you've got a couple of ways there. You can either subscribe or you can buy outright. So you've got an option there. Yes. Um, so important that people stay current, isn't it? You, know, mm -hmm. you hear it and I come across so many people in my workspace, you know, who are using outdated pieces of software um, and then have, you know, conflicts when they try to work with other partners, especially people in the freelance zones. Um, mm. So, so important that we stay current. Well, we've got over 100, over 100 different import and export filters. We're still supporting really old file formats in addition to the newer ones because we know 
a lot of our customers out there are using really expensive machinery like large format printers. Mm -hmm. That's not something you buy once a year. That's something that you invest in that you might be using for a decade or longer. So we're there to be able to support um, older file formats as well. So interesting. Yeah, so interesting. Suzanne, it's time for our final question. I cannot believe we've been talking for, for, gosh, almost 35, 40 minutes. Time has absolutely flown. It's been, it has. It has flown. It's it's incredible. It's been such a pleasure to talk to you. I am going to ask you again and see if there's maybe a couple of little secrets that you can tell me. So um, what's next for Corel Draw, Suzanne? What new functions are you looking forward to in the near future? Well, Debbie, if you were to ask me what did I get you for Christmas, then I wouldn't be able to tell you. Um, um, now, honestly, all new features of, of the next version, they're kept under wraps until that version is released. Okay. So I can't really tell you what's coming. And to be honest, I I don't know myself until, until the, the software is so, is so far developed that I can actually work with it, you know. So, so yes. there's nothing really I could tell you here. But... What I would say, and that's another reason why I really love working with this product, is that most of, the, I would say, most of the new features and tools that will be in the next version have come as a result of user requests and user enhancement requests. Um, at the end of the day, tools are not there to be trendy. To, uh, a new tool has to fulfil a necessary and practical function. Yes. And a lot of our customers write to us and say, it'd be really great if CorelDRAW could do this or could do that. And, for example, the, the version we're using now has got a fantastic feature. That's uh, the multi-export feature. Let's say you've done a design um and you're not only printing this out onto apparel and textiles, but your customer says, oh, could you do me some stationery as well? And um, I'd like to use that design on my website. And that's, so you've got all these different formats that you need and you don't want to have to be going file, export, file, export, yeah. file, export. So we've got a multi-export panel. You drag and or you select your elements and you can just say, right, this element's going there, this element's going there, this element's going there. And at the click of a button, you can export all the those different elements in multiple file formats in one fell swoop that's really clever so it stays with the project yeah and that came directly that was that was a director user request to, that uh-huh. they wanted to be able to do that so yeah wow so much to look forward to so you've got lots of exciting thing, things planned for 2022 um and i really look forward to exploring those Suzanne. it's going to be a great year isn't it so um, I hope so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we've all learned so much from having to change our working practices during the pandemic. I guess that those new behaviours will make us more efficient in the future, especially if we use software effectively. Most definitely. I mean, you have to because I mean, now that most of us are working remotely, we don't have a older colleague standing behind us telling us where to click and how to do this and how to do that. So a lot of us are, are learning by doing. So um, you're absolutely right. And, and as you were describing before, you know, your go to resource for for those learning experiences is actually embedded within the platform and it's really easy to access. So whilst you might be working on your own, you'll never feel like you're on your own. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. That's true. Suzanne, thank you so much for your time today. It's been an absolute pleasure. I could chat, chat, chat for a lot longer. Um, I would love to learn a lot more um, and we'll definitely um 
explore Corel in more depth very, very soon. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.